up, everybody? Welcome back to The Current. Happy New Year. I think you can still say that. I'm still saying that for a while anyway. Happy 2022. I think we are all on the same page. We're ready to turn the corner and have a really great year. I know I'm looking forward to it. And of course, the rest of the NLL season, the rest of the Riptide season. I'm your host, Danny Wexelman, and I am super excited about this episode because we get to spend some time getting to know a new member of the team, but someone who's already making his mark with the Riptide. Traded from San Diego last August, the team that drafted him, to New York, Connor Kiernan hops on the current. He shares a story that I hadn't heard about a text message he got when he was traded from a soon-to-be teammate and a familiar competitor back home in Ontario. We also dive into how he builds camaraderie with new teammates and, of course, whether or not he's got some revenge planned for his younger brother Brady, who won't let him forget a moment that happened preseason. We'll get to that in just a minute, but before we bring Connor in, a really quick word from our sponsors. The best thin crust pizza on Long Island is at Rico's Pizza. If you want to spice it up, treat yourself to their signature hot oil pizza. You can visit their locations on Hempstead Turnpike in Levittown, Old Country Road in Mineola, or order online at ricospizza.com. Discover Archer Roos Wines, consciously crafted luxury wine, in a can, the official canned wine of the New York Riptide. Please enjoy responsibly. Unfortunately, orthopedic pain doesn't stop in a crisis. With Orlin and Cohen's temporary transition to an on-call practice, neither does the opportunity to receive care. Offering both in-person and telehealth visits for urgent orthopedic needs, call Orlin and Cohen to speak with a member of the team. Orlin and Cohen, official sports medicine provider of the New York Riptide. Okay, let's get started. I'm very, very excited to bring in Connor Kiernan to the first podcast of 2022. Connor, welcome to it. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Doing well. Um, bringing in the new year. Obviously on a good front, bringing me in. So it's a smart choice by the Riptide in the current. <laughs> That's right. It is a smart choice. I think it's a very smart choice. I've been doing my homework. I'm very excited to dive dive in a little bit to who you are, what makes you tick, all the lacrosse, all the good stuff there. Um, and I, I told you, I did a little deep dive on your Instagram, so we'll get to that a little bit later, but I know it's going to be a good time, but I kind of just want to start because I feel like I, I know the season started. I know the team's still looking for its first win, but how has, how has things been so far for you? Um, it's been great, honestly. Um, obviously, my first year of the team after getting traded in the summer. Um, I know we're 0-3, but the record's not necessarily indicative of our, our play. Um, we've had some pretty close games, and it could have gone either way. Um, you know, we're a young team. Things are just not falling our way right now, but um, the coaching staff and, you know, the, the management group have full faith and confidence in us, which is a, which is a nice thing to have to kind of boost our confidence moving forward. And um, from the player front, we're not too stressed out or worried. Um, you know, it's just the way sports are. One team has to lose, and and you no know, next game's a new chance for us to get on the the board there with the W column, and then um, you know build off of that, keep moving forward. So technically, the second year of the Riptide, your first season with them. I'm glad you brought that up because you came over in August from San Diego, the team that drafted you, and you're joining Callum Crawford 
You're joining the rookie of the year in 2020, Tyson Gibson, Jeff Teat, the number one overall pick, Damon Edwards. I mean, it goes on and on, right? This team is super exciting. So when you find out that you're being traded to this team, to the Riptide, what are you thinking? Yeah, of course. It's uh, I was was really excited to be honest. Um, it was bittersweet, obviously leaving San Diego and you know getting to fly out there every other weekend, which was you can't beat that weather. But um, I was aware that you know um, we picked up Crawford and um, obviously how, how good of a player he is. And then I was aware that we picked up Teat and and Gibson, obviously who's on the team the year before and who I grew up playing against all throughout junior and um, so never got the chance to play with them. So I was pretty excited though. Uh, knowing that I get the chance to finally do it and uh, the world-class players. And then also you got Foxy and, uh, you know, Lars, who's who's a great field across. And I've heard nothing but great things. And, you know, the whole team's been, it's been awesome. Um, Our offense is, is a lot of fun to play with. Again, a lot of creativity um, and a lot of unselfishness, which is awesome. That's all you could ask for as as an offensive player. Then obviously a bunch of good D guys in the back end, like you mentioned, Damon Edwards, um, got to know him too he's a beauty and then uh Dan McCray the big uh the big Ched he's uh he's an absolute weapon as well so uh, there's lots of stuff to build on with this team which is great yeah a special team obviously a lot of time and thought went into some of the acquisitions obviously the drafts as well but just building this team up because it's, it's only the second season I feel like sometimes we need to reiterate that there's such high expectations it's a New York team but it's the second season technically I kind of want to know though like paint a picture because I didn't know that you knew Tyson that you you ran in the same circles as him I should have asked you that before we started but what was preseason like getting to kind of meet the guys spend some time with them and, and figure out the chemistry portion of this team and the dynamics uh yeah it was kind of I mean obviously a learning curve getting to know how guys certain styles are um I was fortunate enough again like I just mentioned um Tyson's my age same with Foxy I played with Foxy in the summer playing with Tyson growing up all the year all growing up from the age of like 10 I want to say so wow. um never again never had a chance to play with him but uh him and I had our own little rivalry um growing up so okay I kind of knew what to expect when I got to camp and um you know he's an all-around player that can do it all too so it's been it's been fun and you know building chemistry here and there we're figuring out what our tendencies are what we like to do yeah and then yeah, and then obviously Tita, you're younger than me, but uh, so I'd play against him every other year growing up. Um, and then you hear about him too throughout high school and all that, how he kind of took off and it's going to be no show that he's a world, world-class world player. So again, he he's good at what he does. He'll find you when you get open. So just a matter of us righties working together. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you guys have a really fun team. I want to ask you a little bit more about Tyson because I love when you can kind of string those relationships together. And I, I know, I know that happens in every sport, but I feel like the lacrosse world, whether it's box or field is just so tight knit. Um, and, and the guys just know each other back to front. So when you found out you're coming to the riptide, you know, Tyson's on the team and it, there's been maybe that competition. Are you exchanging texts? Like, are you kind of like joking with each other or does that happen in person that now you get to play on the same team and, and win together? Yeah. So it was actually funny the day I got traded, I got a text from suits. Um, who's obviously no longer with us anymore as well as, uh, as Gibby too. Yeah. And Gibby and I, like, I, again, we grew up, I don't know if we necessarily liked each other growing up, you know, <laughs> just the competitive nature in the two of us. 
yeah um obviously respect between the both of us and so it was cool when he texted me that i got traded and then um i got the chance to room with him too a couple times on these trips so far throughout training camp and our first couple games so you get to learn a lot when you're you're sitting in the room chatting so no he's an absolute beauty and uh you know we both joke around and we have our fun and uh we're both there to win obviously so um lots of strategize talk to about what we can do better and and what we we want to do with each other kind of thing no doubt so okay uh the 2021 season doesn't end up happening you get traded and then we know going into 2022 there's it's probably going to happen everyone's just kind of like waiting waiting and we get the official word right the season is happening but what do you do in between how do you train to kind of get ready and and stay ready i i haven't really had a chance to really ask anybody that because you were anticipating the 21 season and it didn't happen so how do you how do you stay game ready yeah that was that's the mental battle too that's a big part um it's very easy to slip up and you know take take time off or take breaks because you know not really working for anything it's just a matter of knowing it's going to start back up yeah for me it was a big thing knowing you know i was a young player too didn't really get too much time well on and off a little bit in san diego yeah um and obviously i'm a big last rat so i wanted to make sure i was going to be able to play in the lineup and having basically two draft classes now makes it even tougher so yeah that was the motivation for me um i wouldn't say it was necessarily all always balls to the wall um training like every day every week but um for the most part i made sure to stay on top of my uh my conditioning that was a big thing for me and uh just making sure i'm able to keep my lungs going so um yeah it's, it's a big mental grind though it was kind of tough but uh luckily i have a, a home gym so it made it a little bit easier um so i was able to kind of work out doing that so the home the gym yeah. Oh man. I mean, the, the amount of people, I feel like you had to just like figure it out, Jerry rig something together, whether it's like kind of nice or it's just really janky. I feel like the effort that like was put in and has been put in to just keep your body right, especially for professional athletes. I mean, that deserves an award in itself. I mean, and then, you know, you're coming out, some people haven't played in months, you know, maybe going on that year in competitive game action, then you come out for the season. That's impressive. Like, do you like kind of recognize that? Does do like the guys you play with kind of like recognize what you guys went through to be able to come back and play? No, without a doubt. Um, it was a big thing. I, before I got in the group chat with New York, with San Diego, we, everyone was keeping tabs on each other. So like we knew the grind and, and it sucked knowing you're basically working out and you know keeping yourself as much in game ready shape as you can yeah without a game in sight um so we had a like with san diego we had a group chat obviously and we motivated we did workout challenges weekly um we text each other you know uh, in the snapchat group make sure we know that we're sending each other videos of our working out and stuff like that we did challenges throughout the week and then switching over to the new york group chat when i got traded uh, it was the same thing you know everyone's holding each other accountable everyone knows we're working towards a goal it's, I mean, the, the goal or the end line wasn't in sight, but um, yeah. we knew it was there and it was just a matter of the team coming together kind of sounds corny, but it's the way it was. And uh, it was the only way to kind of get through it because it does suck training by yourself and training hard. Yeah. It's isolating. It's, it's, I don't know if like people, everyone obviously went through something really tough and is still going through something really tough, but I think to 
know that you've got to keep your body ready, your mind ready, because you're a professional athlete. You got to play the game soon. You know, whenever that season comes calling to get ready for, I want to ask you though, about this group chat. Cause I always find these things interesting. Sometimes I get a lot, sometimes I get nothing, but you have to ask, right? Because the fans who listen, I think always find it interesting too, is like, who are the characters in the group chat? Like, what can you give me about the group chat that fans would find interesting? Maybe. Uh, I can't give you too much, but uh, it's kind of a sacred place, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. uh, as for, as for characters, you've got, you've got Goa Abrams. It's an absolute weapon he's uh he's i mean i think everyone knows since he's a character you can just tell by his social media he's a beauty he's hilarious yeah. he really keeps things light which makes it fun um love that dan lomas too like he's really talkative likes to keep things active in the group he you know always making jokes poking fun at each other and then you know we have a bunch of people that I like to talk to i think myself too as a kind of a class clown kind of thing too to keep things light um i don't like things being too tensed up or stressed so no um, yeah, I like to keep things real light. And you probably saw my Instagram when you were doing some creeping. I did. I, I did. I got the vibe. You know, we haven't met, so we don't know each other, but I got the vibe. I I got that you are probably somebody who, whether it's a tense moment or it's the perfect moment to crack a joke, that you're probably one of those people who knows exactly what to say. That's the vibe that I got. Yeah, I kind of I kind of pride myself on that. Again, <laughs> I don't like awkward situations. I don't like things being quiet or tense. So yeah, I kind of maybe it's a fault, but I take it upon myself to to make sure everyone's laughing. It's like those those times in class or you're or just in real life when you're not supposed to laugh, and then mm-hmm. it kind of makes it that more funnier. <laughs> so yes. uh, that's kind of the mentality I would go with. That's me as an adult as well. I, <laughs> I really wish there were moments where I could take back the laugh, but I can't. So it just is what it is, but I can appreciate that. I can definitely appreciate that. So, okay. We have had kind of an extended winter break, right? Holiday break, have you, and there's, it's a bye week this week. So coming back, I believe it's the 15th. Is that right? Your next game is on the 15th. Yeah. Against, uh, Texas or PLC. Okay. So yeah. I mean, just kind of tell me the vibe of the team, the mentality again, like looking for that first win close, close games, right. Leading up to this, you guys know it's there. It's coming. The win, the first win is coming, but like, does it feel like a little added pressure that you haven't had it yet? Do, Do you think about that? Or is that just kind of like white noise right now? No, I would say, I don't think there's too much stock on the, like the first win. Like, Again, that starts from the top down and our, our coaches, like, yeah, again, we're 0-3, but they've been, you know, happy for the most part with our play. Um, and they know things, you know, against professional sports, things someone has to lose. And unfortunately, it's been us, but they've been great at cascading down uh, basically the positivity and, like, you know, there's no need to get stressed out. Like, we know what this team is capable of. Um, you know, I think that really makes a big impact on us as players. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make us tense up. Um, I mean, speaking for myself personally anyways, but I don't think I get the vibe from everyone else too. Like no one's really gripping their stick too tight because we're 0-3. It's more so, you know, just keep doing our thing, keep chipping away. Um, yeah. Rock, chisel, hammer, and it'll get there. Rome wasn't built in a day. So that's kind of the mentality. 
Yeah. And I mean, you clearly, I think, have felt kind of comfortable. I, I would like to say that I think based on some of the numbers and the things that you've done in games, hat trick opening weekend, you feel like that sets the tone for you as a new teammate? Uh, I think I think it does. I think it lets people know a kind of a confirmation that, you know, my my role mostly is to, is to put the ball in the back of the net. And um, I think it gives the team confidence knowing that, um, you know, I'm going to be there and do everything I can to help with the role that I'm in and, and, and which will help the team out. So, um, yeah, for sure. Team first guy, too, because I do remember when I was sideline in 2019-2020 when you all came to town and you suited up in net. And <laughs> I was going back. I was looking at some of that. I mean, that's not the first time, right? You you have played that position. I believe I saw a picture of you on ice, though. In a, did I yeah. see that? Is that right? Yeah, I played, I played hockey goalie growing up. I never played okay. lacrosse goalie, but. Okay, yeah. that's right. You never played lacrosse goalie, though. So walk me through, like, let's go back to that moment and walk me through what that was like. And, you know, again, it's just like team first, right? You just, whatever you have to do to help the boys win you did, but that's kind of next level to suit up in net. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I think it's hilarious. I loved it. It was, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, not everyone gets to say they did that. Yeah. Uh, I, it was pretty funny though. I remember getting called into the room after shoot around and like all the coaches heads are down and they're kind of like looking sad or like, almost like a little dark cloud in the room. So I walk in, I'm like, oh, and I'm running through my head. I'm like, oh God, I'm, I got I just got traded or something like that. And then the coach looks at me and goes, I hate to do this, but uh, like, do you mind going to net kind of thing? And like being our backup because people were filtering. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, absolutely. No problem. Like, I played hockey goalie. Yeah. And we did a beach lax tournament too um, after training camp before the season started. And I would play net for our team and then go out. It's kind of like mini sticks and yeah, not going to lie, pretty unreal in that. So I think they took <laughs> note of that. Um, and yeah, when, I'm sure. When the time was, yeah, when the time was needed, uh, they called upon me. And um, I was ready to go into that game. I was fired up. Um, they told me, like, they thought, like, I wasn't going to take shots on warm-up. And I was like – and because a lot of times after the starting goalie leaves, like, there's still guys out shooting. Yeah. Um, just like with warm ups to get their six dialed in. And there's always a goalie that stays, a back of goalie. Yeah. And I told the coach, like, no, no worries. I'll stay out. Not a big deal. And uh, I would stay out there and to get some extra shots. And it was a lot of fun. Um, definitely an interesting experience. But, you know, just the way it goes. Um, again, I would do anything for the boys. So that's just kind of a big thing. Were you like riding a high after that, though? I mean, it's, you know, you're involved in pretty much every play you're involved in everything that's happening. Your focus is dialed in every single moment of every play, right? Because you've just got to keep your eye on everything. So after the game ends, like, are you just like next level? Uh, <laughs> it was weird. It was my mom and my, uh, my mom and my girlfriend were down. Um, and my brother goes to school like 40 minutes away. Yeah. So he, they all came down, they visited my brother and then came to the game and then they found out I was going to be the goalie. Um, so then after that, it was, it was funny. Like I got to take a bunch of pictures, but all my school friends were there. So like we were all having a great time. And then, uh, I, I don't know, it was kind of hard to get when I was back. It was, wasn't super dialed in. I didn't like, I don't know. It was yeah. just kind of enjoying the moment, laughing about it, like making the best out of it. You know, I wrote all my friends taking pictures of me and, I don't know, it was, it was a lot of fun. And then after the game, obviously, you got to celebrate with them. 
yeah. we got a win, got back on track there against New York. So cool experience. Good, kind of good, a, good clickbait. Yeah, good clickbait. Kind of a full circle moment too, you know, which is kind of cool. Now you're on the other, you're on the other side, hoping to uh, do some damage with your stick. I'm glad you brought up your brother. I was uh, alerted to, well, alerted to your brother about your brother and and something maybe that he created to help celebrate you. So your brother Brady, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, uh, Mercy College, plays lacrosse, named to the D2 preseason All-American watch list. Do I have all those facts correct? Yeah, yeah that's correct. All right, so he takes the he takes it upon himself to take a screenshot of you during preseason and you're like exhaling tell me if you know just cut in anytime you want and and there was a meme made out of it but I kind of need like I need your perspective of this because I feel like you were maybe getting a little you know guys were razzing you a little bit about this photo yeah so I second I saw it I knew it was game over for me (laughs) <laughs> um so brett or i think my, no new york tweeted it out a picture of, and it was from our training camp and they took a screen grab of one of our one of our goal celebrations from like the film so it wasn't actually yeah. like a picture it's just like a gopro screenshot right and uh not the best quality no and i was caught on a long shift just ran <laughs> back on defense and then ran back on O. uh and then i was inside the middle of the plane the plane of the glass too where it kind of makes it distorted not making excuses, but uh, and then I'm on a big exhale, and and unfortunately, New York grabbed just a horrendous picture of myself, and it couldn't be worse timing. And then my yeah, my brother did take it upon himself to keep it alive and call it a Monday mood, and uh, yeah, but I got that. I saw that picture on Twitter. They tweeted it out like hands up celebration kind of thing. That was the the, the tweet, and yeah. I took one look at it. I was like, oh, I hope none of my friends see this. And then within a couple hours, one of my buddies, he actually plays for Sask. He sent it into our group chat, my school group oh my chat, and was God. like, it's like, holy. And they kind of all went down my throat. And then my uh, my home, my at-home group chat got a hold of it too. And it was game over for me. So I had a lot of explaining to do, and no one was really listening. So it just kind of no. stayed around. And my, my brothers kept it alive for, well, it's still alive. He still uses it to his day. So, I bet he's going to use safe. it for a long time. Yeah, I don't think it's going away. I was hoping 2022 would change that, but we'll <laughs> we'll find out. Is there, like, I, I, you know, you guys are clearly close. Yeah, you have a good relationship. Is there any thought that crosses your mind that maybe there's some revenge that needs to happen when the moment strikes, right? Absolutely. No, there's, we're always looking to, to rat each other on social media. So second I get a nice one of him. <laughs> and on his terms a bad one for himself but a good one that i can use it's going to be game over it'll be non-stop be a, him me beating a horse dead like he's been doing i gotta i'll look forward to that well kind of paint me a picture because i think it's pretty cool that you probably grew up playing together but walk me through what it was like growing up and having the chance to maybe play with him or learn with him what that experience was like uh yeah well he's three years younger than me. So we never actually got to play, like, at least growing up, never got to play on uh, any minor teams together, lacrosse. Uh, I think the first time we played together was high school and I was grade 12. He was grade nine. Okay. Um, that was really our only chance and he didn't play um, a super lot. So um, it was still a lot of fun and experience, but that didn't stop us from playing obviously outside, um, like together growing up and 
uh, we have a tennis court around the corner from us. And I don't know if you know the show Trailer Park Boys, but um, we call ourselves. I haven't the tennis seen court. it. I yeah, know of it, but I haven't seen it. I recommend it. It's hilarious. But okay. um, we had a tennis court. We'd go play the cross every day with myself, my brother, and our two other buddies that are brothers. Yeah. Um, in one place for Calgary, actually. Oh, and amazing. yeah, we call ourselves the tennis court boys because they were all really <laughs> like trailer park boys. And it was kind of a big thing. So we'd play there, you know, hours upon hours every day in the summer, which really honed in our lacrosse skill. So never got to play with them growing up, um, yeah. like in an actual real setting, but every day messing around with them, playing pass on the street, you know, playing mini six on the front lawn, whatever it may have been. And then um, my second year Brooklyn senior A lacrosse, um, he got called up. His senior, his junior A season was done, and we called him up, and we played like the last four games together. And that was our first time playing together. And now he's part of the Brooklyn team, so now wow. we get to play together, which is cool. That's awesome. I love that. So, despite the meme, despite what he did to you on the internet, can you give me a little spotlight on him? Hype him up a little bit. Like what? What makes him such a good lacrosse player? Uh, he's yeah, he he is a very good lacrosse player. He's a lot different than my style. He's uh. Yeah taller uh a way harder shot than i have um better shooter um probably better a little bit better vision than myself too but uh no he's doing really well he's down at school he i think he's been named all-american twice on second team and just got named uh preseason all-american for the first team uh, going into this season and i think his team's top five in d2 and they he's doing well he's doing well for himself and then we, like I said, played summer together, so he got protected. Um, so our coach wanted him. Obviously, didn't want him to go yeah. into the draft. So we, we protected him, which was cool. And obviously, a great experience for me. That's super cool. I love hearing that. I'm sure he roots you on as well, even when he's uh, he's giving you trouble. That's what brothers do, right? That's just Absolutely. part of the deal. Yep. That's what happened. Yep. No, there's no one. I always say there's no one you love more than your brother. There's also no one you hate more than him. <laughs> That's right. I love that so much. Okay. We're going to play a little fast feet. One word, one sentence answers. Do you feel prepared for this? Uh, yeah, you gave me two minute synopsis beforehand. So yeah, I'm definitely prepared. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're a professional. You're a professional. All right. All right. First one up is what is your most used meme, whether it's in text or just your favorite one to use? My favorite did that count as a GIF or a GIF too? Is that it counts as a meme sure. or no? Yeah. Yeah, mine's definitely uh, the <laughs> Who Let the Dogs Out by Alan from Hangover. <laughs> I, yeah. think I like to use that when we're, we're going to go out for a night or something like that and kind of set that GIF in there for this tone, right? Solid. I love that. Okay, your one goal, I don't know if you're a resolution person, but your one goal for 2022. <clears throat> Not a resolution person, but uh, I did just buy a house with my girlfriend. We move in next Wednesday. So my resolution was Good. to figure out how to budget properly now because now I don't have everything paid for for free by my parents. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> That's humongous. Thank you. Yeah, thank oh you. God. Worst Christmas gift you've gotten? Ever? Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, the socks kind of sucked, but now they're sweet. <laughs> um yeah that's an adult gift now socks are an oh, adult yeah, I love gift. it I, yeah. I need them <laughs> I got them for Christmas this year as well yeah yeah good gift that was good yeah probably I don't even remember 
tough one. We'll go with socks at the age of six. Final answer. Yeah, I like that. That that qualifies. Okay, uh, I saw some tattoos. Tell me about the first one you got, and then what's your next one going to be, if you know? My first one I got was in grade 11 or 12, grade 12, and I got a maple leaf in my back with a cross player playing out of it. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know, but I'm a Canadian lacrosse player. If you didn't know now, now you do. Um, fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Um, that was my first one. And my next one, I'm not sure yet. I kind of like all of them to have meetings to me. So um, I got one last October or last March was my most recent one. And then I'm waiting to see what's going to be the next next thing I want for a meeting on my on my arm. Okay, we'll wait and see for that one. So San Diego, you have the beach. New York, you have the snow. Which which climate do you prefer? Uh, beach. I like the warm weather better, but if, you know, hanging out, if it's snowing and it's just, you know, normal snow and you go ice fishing and stuff, I do like that too. I like, there's a toss-up, but I would take the beach if I had to choose one. I probably will get a little hate because Long Island does have beaches, so maybe I should re- some do some course correcting here. Warm. So. We'll go yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right okay how about your favorite sports jersey that you own probably it was my jerome mcginlow one um i gave it to my buddy who was a big big jerome mcginlow fan as well uh, nice he was from you. calgary so but yeah jerome mcginlow how about the best prank you've pulled or that's been pulled on you Well, um, there was one where my, I uh, had a lot of fun with it. My girlfriend's mom had a, a mouse cranking around in her car and, uh, she's like, scared deathless of them. And so she had the car out and I had a video of it too. I was, we were all trying to get the mouse out and she was standing there and I grabbed the broom and started tickling her feet and made a couple little noises and she jumped up screaming. That's just one I came off my head. So that was probably, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. I'd probably do the same thing. Anything else I didn't think to ask you that you feel like we need to talk about, whether it's you, the team, anything? No, not that I can think of. I think kind of tackled a lot here. We did. <laughs> we did Instagram, a lot. My brother, girlfriend, house, <laughs> lacrosse. We've done the whole nine yards. I mean, you're the first podcast of the year. You know, we got to make sure people have everything covered. They've got to know you head to toe. That's true. You're right. And Brett did a good job at selecting his first candidate. <laughs> That's right. He did. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you very much. Good luck the rest of this season. Go get that win and, and enjoy your time with the Riptide. Thank you. Appreciate it. Huge thanks again to Connor, a fast fan favorite. I am sure of that. Enjoy watching this guy on the floor. The next home game coming up Saturday, January 15th against Panther City Lacrosse Club. Game starts at 7.30 Eastern. Before we go, let's hear from our sponsors one more time. The best thin crust pizza on Long Island is at Rico's Pizza. If you want to spice it up, treat yourself to their signature hot oil pizza. You can visit their locations on Hempstead Turnpike in Levittown, Old Country Road in Mineola, or order online at ricospizza.com. Discover Archer Roos Wines, consciously crafted luxury wine in a can, the official canned wine of the New York Riptide. Please enjoy responsibly. 
Unfortunately, orthopedic pain doesn't stop in a crisis. With Orlin and Cohen's temporary transition to an on-call practice, neither does the opportunity to receive care. Offering both in-person and telehealth visits for urgent orthopedic needs, call Orlin and Cohen to speak with a member of the team. Orlin and Cohen, official sports medicine provider of the New York Riptide. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Current. We'll catch you next time.